So you are doing some research here. Yeah, so uh, Cam the intern. Got oh, his own, own podcast. Got his own podcast. But it looks good. Looks good. Logos, good Maybe graphics. Maybe it sounds good, too. Oh, Cam. Hardworking kid. Cam? Yeah. Every day that kid's stock goes up a little Doesn't bit. A little bit. Ryan Hurtry on the way. It's good off the backboard and in. I'm sorry. What a take by Tucker. Jones, another steal. Spin on Caldwell and the layup's good. I would like to see you hold a mirror up to yourself and interview yourself. As good as this was, it could only be better if it was all you. Tuning in, I was a fan. I was like, man, let's do it. Cam, thanks so much for having me on. I'm happy to be here. Joined today for the first time, Cam Isamone. Gallagher's going to have to shoot it from beyond the arc. And it's good. Jacobs for three. He got it! My goodness, what a shooting performance by I think Cam's Corner is great. Tune in to Cam's Corner. This kid's going to make it. He's going to make it here. We are back, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Cam's Corner for another edition of an in-person episode. You know, we don't get a lot of time to do these, you know, during the year, and everybody's always busy, but I'm glad to have Angel Sanchez and Dante Avila Santos back on from the UMass Dartmouth football team. Guys, how's it been since the last time we talked? Uh, been a while and been a... <laughs> few changes you know so it's good to it's good to be back and to see things come full circle you know what i mean yeah got the roadie boys in the same room yeah. so you know what i mean never could go wrong facts it's been good though you know i had a great season uh but plenty more to do mm. you just gonna run it back you know? for sure and angel like we just said i mean we haven't talked since your Tabor days in yeah. kansas i mean um i wanted to ask you dante firsthand like what was your initial reaction where were you at when you heard that angel was going to be transferring um, I mean, we stayed in, we just stayed in touch because we're boys. So, like, aside from me being at Dartmouth and him being um, in Tabor, like, it's a brotherhood at the end of the day. So, just checking in on him, him checking in on me, seeing what's up. So, obviously, you know, I was kind of early in the loop, and it was, it was just, it was cool to see, like, um, just his process. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, like, I wish the best for him, and I wanted him to go wherever it fitted him. Um, obviously, it's selfish of me to want him to come to Dartmouth because why wouldn't you want Angel Sanchez to come to mm. your school? But, um, you know, then we just started rocking in the summer, and, um, you know, once he officially entered the portal, you know, I got him in contact with our coaches, and it was it was smooth sailing from there. You know, um, Coach McCormick always doing his thing. Coach Sylvester, you know, being the great OC that he is. Coach Struthers reaching out. It was just like, we got to get this kid here. You know what I mean? I got to get my brother here. We got to spend a long time coming, and it's just got to happen. All right, so you were kind of like... It helped to get him into the program and everything, right? Yeah. So, Angel, why the transfer to Dartmouth initially? Yeah, so uh, personally for me, I felt like it was a better fit for me. And like he said, we've been knowing each other for a while now, so already just having that chemistry with him since, you know, we haven't played with each other since right. last year, but we always knew that, like, if we did play with each other, it could be dangerous. Um, and for, like, me fitting in to UMass Dartmouth, I felt like it was great. The coaches been talking to me since oof sophomore year of high school so mm. we had a relationship it was just time you know to make it happen right and so on Effie's podcast shout out Effie the yes, Pot of Thunder you you made that announcement to everybody uh through that did you tell anybody before that besides your family but did you let anybody know before besides Dante too yeah. but. <laughs> uh no I didn't there was a couple of my friends asked me where are you going where are you going I was just like you'll find out very soon and thankful for my guy Effie, like you said, I was I asked him if I can do it on his podcast, and he was he had me do it. So I was just thank you, thank you for that. Definitely, and you know, going back a while now, I mean, the first time you guys met, you know, the first time you guys clashed, they I don't mean, know about that. could, could have either been in the classroom, on the field, like uh, Dante. We'll go back to you. I mean, just talk about your first and initial like memory of Angel. <sighs> it was about two thousand what two thousand and eleven. 2010, yeah. so, um, you know what I'm saying, shout out AYF, youth football, you know what I'm saying, uh, created some demons, but 
Um, my first initial uh, memory of Angel, you know, we were we were in a head-to-head game in the semifinals of our youth um, youth uh, championships, and he, you know, his team was the better team that day. They got the best of us, and uh, I was playing safety, and I just seen this kid, 22, you know, catch a sweep, hit the corner, and just outrun everybody, and I'm like, all right, like, that's that's pretty different, so that was my first memory, and that was just like, wow, to see what he's grown into, just not only as a person, but, like, as an athlete, from, you know, just a small little kid hitting the corner to one of the country's best receivers, it's mm. pretty outstanding to be a part of as well. How about you? Do you remember, what do you remember about, the day, about that day? I mean, with Dante, you know, since we were little, Dante's always known for, like, playing quarterback, and he's always been a beast at it, you know what I'm saying? So, as just seeing him grow as a quarterback, also being a leader, is great to see, you know, because we've been best friends since mm. since the first time we've seen each other. Yeah. So, just coming together, playing football still, because, you know, not a lot of people play football after high school, especially, being, like I said, being together is fun, mm. and I wouldn't, you know, take anything for granted. Right, how do you feel like... Obviously, you know, you've known each other for so long. How do you feel like your relationship has grown since that point? Oof. Um, too many things. Yeah, it's too many like A lot of say. years, yeah, man. Yeah, it's been it's... a lot of years. Uh, but like I said, like, before, we didn't really play with each other. We would always go up against each other. The only time we really played with each other was basketball, AAU season. Right. So we also took that, like, basketball as a, as a sort of say, we grew together in basketball. Yeah. So we grew together in basketball. We made the bond stronger, and we took our bond that we had in basketball for like six, seven years, mm. brought that to the football field, and as y'all saw this past season, we made some things work. Made some history, man. I was just yeah. going to say that perfect segue into like my next like segment I wanted to talk about. You know, Previous episodes, we'd go back to like um, deciding on playing football because you guys did play basketball. You guys are great at basketball. That was a point score at Cumberland. Two state championships for my – if I'm correct, three. Okay, yes, sir. I'm slacking, but <laughs> I mean, we go back to those AAU days. I mean, like we played against you guys, and you know, those yeah. are like those are the best times. Right. Like just going back when we were little and stuff like that. But um, you know, we'll go back to you, Dante. Like, why uh, football over basketball? Honestly, um, it's it's kind of it's kind of more than more than it seems. Like I've always I've always had basketball as a true first love. You know, mm-hmm. that was always my. I feel like it was my calling at first. You know. Um, but I guess, like, you know, my high school years just didn't work out the way that I wanted it to. Thing, obviously, you know, you wish things could have went a couple of different ways, but you never take anything for granted. Clearly, this is where God wanted me to be, playing football here at Dartmouth, so I can't, you know, I can't think about too much the decisions that were made in the past, but, you know, just kind of focus on where I am now. But, you know, um, it was really just Coach McCormick, honestly, that kind of made me um, really choose, like, to keep playing football because, Obviously, as you guys know, like, it was the COVID year, you know, when we kind of left high school. So it was really, like, it was really a deciding factor. Like, you know, is this is this going to be our forever world? Is, you know, is this football stuff really going to be um, done forever? So, you know, it was just got, it was just thinking about times like that. And then, you know, but Coach McCormick always staying consistent, just always being like, you know, we're going to have a season, you know, don't worry. Like, this thing's going to be over. Like, just staying as a, as a um, you know, like a good angel on the shoulder, just being in the back pocket. So um, then I just committed there and... Didn't look back since, honestly. Mm. Did you draw any attention for basketball, too, or was it just mostly football? Uh, just football. Just a little one school in Florida, but that's all. That's yeah. all. But, yeah, it's just mainly football, though, for real. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, we go back to those AAU days. Like, that's where my passion and love for all this, like, came kind of – not for, like, media and all that, but, like, just the sport of basketball, you know what I mean? And then, like, growing up with the Camelo boys, of course, and yes, all those guys, like, that were around football, and then I got into more sports like that, so hey, – um, R.I.P. Mr. Missoula, man. Just to out there for sure. 
You know, I had some great battles with that guy. Um, one of the greatest coaches we ever went up against, man. Um, so definitely got to show his flowers, man. But um, shout out Joey Missoula doing his thing. Yeah. Even Justin. Yeah, you know, hey, Justin. The Missoula family putting on, yes, man. Yes, sir. But, you know, like those ADU days, man, like going up against like a coach like that, that just like that, that had to elevate our game, you mm-hmm. know, and that just... That just pushed each other to a to a greater wall, and that, like you said, those are some of the best days ever. Yeah, definitely. And I always contribute every episode to him. I mean, he played a huge role in, in again, passion for sports and all that. And yeah. Joey and Justin, you know, a huge like role models for me. And now that I think it's cool that you, I mean, you played with Bassey, of course. And yeah. now that Justin gets to coach him at URI, I feel like that's like a full circle, full like circle, just yeah. crazy thing to look at. And um, you know, again, like you said, rest in peace. I mean. You know, he's the backbone for all this. And I'm actually making, sneak peek, I'm making the documentary for him wow. about him. So hey. I'm interviewing a lot of people hey. in you know, Johnston. Got, got that little drop right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, inside guys, scoop. Yeah, inside scoop for <laughs> real. I mean, um, wanted to, like, preview it, like, on the day he passed away, yeah. uh, April 22nd. So when that date comes, I'm trying to want to, you know, preview that to the town of Johnston. Trying to, I mean, it's in the works right now, but I'm, uh, yeah. I'm excited to put it out. Yeah, I'm excited yes, to see you, bro. Yeah, I'm glad That's you guys said project. that. Yeah, that'll be a for sure. And then get it back on track. You know, again, we talk about, like, chemistry and all that. Um, you know, like you said, the only really time you guys really connected on the field and started playing together was, like, really this year, to be honest. I mean, um, was it- did you feel like your connection kind of drifted apart as far as, you know, just battling up against each other? And you guys play against uh, each other in basketball, too, or no? Yeah. 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 So, so just our, in yeah. both sports, like, how did that feel, like, just I going mean, battling up against each other? I mean, it's funny, it's funny that you say that because we actually, like, there's only been – I think two times we've gotten to play with each other on football field, but it's only like flag league. Yeah, you know what I mean. Nothing so like, like competitive, you know like high I mean? school. Like, yeah, exactly. We also played each other with each other FBU. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. yeah, so we actually now that now that you know you goes back you go back all those years and right. you start to you know those memories start to unfog. But yeah, yeah we played actually together FBU um, all star team, and that's really I think where it kind of connected. Honestly, now that I think about it, is like. Playing in that summer league for those years, um, just building that chemistry within the football field, and then like, obviously, like we say, we go into the AAU days, and we kind of already have that bond in football, and now just we're taking that basketball bond that grew and just implementing it to a football field, and kind of just keeping up with it, honestly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, getting back on like that chemistry part and stuff like that. Um, you know, going back to like my original question about the transfer process for Angel. Um, you know, how quick was it? Once you guys realized that was going to happen, and then like how fast was it uh, until you guys were on the field practicing, training, and well, have you guys ever practiced in the off season together? Like, yeah. let alone you know be on the same team. But um, you know, just explain that like process going into that year, the summer training, and trying to get better. So for me, from my side, so towards the end of second semester, while I was at Tabor, uh, Dante already knew that I was probably most likely tra- entering the transfer portal. So he was just like he said before, just giving me drops, trying to get me to go over there. And I was honestly, you know, I was like, all right, I'll definitely try it out, look into it. Uh, I was talking to the coaches and stuff. Once I entered the portal and summer came around, me and Dante was just in working on the field almost every day, you know, just make just in case, you know, we get there, get the connection going. Right. Um, but once I did commit to UMass Dharma, if I miss, I miss all the fall camp for, like, transcript stuff and stuff. So I miss all the fall camp. So we didn't really have – that much connection that we could have started with in the beginning mm-hmm. of the season. But once I got back I mean, like, after that second, after that game, my first game I came back, then yeah. it was just ready to go. Opened, I think we opened up the first play of the game with him. was just like, yeah. Like we saw with him? him? Nah, yeah. Like, it was like, I think it was a run play, and then I was just like, you're on an island with my man. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I told Coach, like, you know what I'm saying, easy, easy. And then Coach gave the drop, Coach saw it, you know what I'm saying, and then we just took advantage of it. But 
um, going back to that, you know, just uh, on my end, it was really like, like we never like we always like had that had that friendship. So like working out together was really nothing like, oh, um, you're coming from this part, I'm coming from this part. It's just like, oh, you're going to Tabor, I'm you know I'm going to Dartmouth. Let's just let's just better each other. And I feel like that's that's where a little bit of Rody has grown too in the football world. Is like we really come together. I feel like I feel like we've tried to you know grow grow like relationships with kids that go to different schools around. New England or whatever, and in the summer when we're all home, you know, trying to align the schedules and getting right. So for fall camp, you don't miss a beat because, you know, obviously winners aren't made just in fall camp. You know, they're made all, around, all year round, and the grind doesn't stop. Yeah, for sure. When you talk about that first game, you know, already involving him in the offense in the first play. I mean, yeah. talk about, like, the buildup now throughout the rest of the season. Obviously, you guys made history. We'll talk about that a little bit more. But, um, you know, just talk about a little bit about the course of the season and how that went, uh, you know, before playoffs and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, oof. It was fun, honestly. It was just fun to be able to, you know, like I said, I miss fall camp. So just being with the team, being around them, practicing, just getting our connection right, it was good. Uh, but after that game, that's after that first game, I felt like it really started to take off because now that everybody in the team and, like, the coaches knew what I could do because they were wondering. I've heard it. Like, they were wondering what I was capable of before I came there. So I was just making sure, you know, I could do this. I, I'm going to help this team, you know, go to a conference championship and take over. But after that first game, like I said, it was great. Right. And, like, was it tough to bond with, like, a new team, like, right away? And I'm obviously, you know, knowing some people like uh, like my boy Thomas, you know, from Johnson yes, and everything like that. Like a couple yes, of uh, local stretch. Guys. Yeah. yeah. Hunter, Hunter, yeah. <laughs> nah, um, it actually wasn't because, uh, like, like I said before, in the, in the summer we were working out with all the receivers. So I mm. got to know all the receivers before the season even started. So okay. I got that bond with them early, just making, you know, just communicating here and there, just like what do you like to do, what releases you like to, you know, do if the corner's playing off or, like, pressed up. So just getting little tips from them, and I was giving them tips, just helping each other out. And besides, like, when I got there, everybody was messing, me, messing with me, just, like, dapping me up and stuff, just couldn't wait to get started. No, it's good. And, you know, Dante, we talk about, um, like we said a lot there the whole episode so far, like chemistry and all that, like, has there ever a time for you guys, like, on the field or even in practice where you guys, like, butted heads and couldn't really, like, not that couldn't connect in a way, but ever, like, you know, argue and, like, you know, kind of stunt the growth of the game? I don't I don't think, like, with our team, like, I don't think there's moments like that because, like, each individual, you know, offense, defense, special teams, we all want perfection. So, mm-hmm. you know, whether I mess up, someone else messes up, you know, we'll, we'll hold each other accountable. And I feel like it's rather than button heads, it's, it's accountability, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like a good, I feel like an example is uh, I think we played Worcester State and... <laughs> He had a he had a little backside access hitch, and I was like, "Hey, one on one, you know what I'm saying? Off corner, you know." I took it, and he just, you know, jollied off the line. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> had to make a little play out of it, but you know, when I got tackled, I, he's literally like right there, first one to pick me up, and I looked at him, and I'm like, "Don't pick me up." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Go line up. yeah. But it's not crazy though. Like yeah. if if I was to mess up or he was to mess up, it was just like, "All right, Dante, like come on, or, let's, let's go, up. Angel." Like, right. you know come on. I mean? Yeah, plus so perfection. So it's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's just that factor. In it. And we said, like, you guys have been friends ever since you guys were little kids. So, like, that, you know, that brotherhood's going to be there yeah, as you guys exactly. are at the college level. It's not going to be like, you know, one play is going to screw up the whole season. You know? yeah. So, that's great. That's good to hear. And, um, you know, we talk about going forward throughout the season. I mean, what is it? How did it feel to make history the first time in program history to, like, win a uh, conference title? I mean, it meant, it meant everything, you know, when. When you're a roadie boy in high school, you know you got to go up against some of the some of the greats like Hendy LaSalle. So you don't you never really get to be on those type of pedestals so often. You know what I'm saying? There are some schools that that obviously conquer the greats, but 
Um, I feel like going to college and, you know, making history and doing that and winning a conference championship, it, it feel like it made it all worth it. Mm -hmm. So just like in the end, like being a conference champion, doing it for the first time in program history. Like, 20 years. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it, yeah. felt, it felt good to do it for, for not only us, but like the school and all the alumni who come back all the time and show love. And it's just, it's just building UMass Dartmouth into, you know, the program that it needs to be in, what it, what it was and what it can be in the future as well. Right, and for you, Angel, like, you know, your your first year in the program, like, how yeah. did you feel to accomplish that? It was good. It was great. It was, uh, I kind of had a feeling that we were going to be a dominant team. Mm -hmm. So just going into a game, one game one game at a time, you know, taking it easy, 1-0, like we say, win the rep. Uh, but once games started adding up and it was time to, you know, actually come down to the conference championship against Plymouth, we all came together. We, yeah. you know, we all mm -hmm. came together, locked in. Yeah, face some adversity, and after that second half, it was nothing but us. Yeah, can you guys talk about a game where, like, you felt like it was probably, like, one of your most dominant, and, like, you guys just felt, both of you guys just felt, like, unstoppable? You can think of one? I mean, I don't know. The team the team around us is just crazy, so it's, like... There's a lot of weapons. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, every, yeah. So every game weapons. you feel like there's, there's a couple guys that, like, couldn't be stopped or, mm -hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? So, I, like, you just pick a game, and then we can just give you, like, you know what I'm saying, like, memories from that game where people went crazy. But I think one of, one of my favorite plays um, throughout the season was um, we were playing Mass Maritime, and it was, like, a, um, it was like a free skating, and then they went off sides, and then I just rolled out. And it was one of those, like, felt like it was just backyard football. You just saw your buddy long, and you're just like, all right, let's let him rip. <laughs> it's like a 60-yard ball on the money, and then, you know, couldn't score because he's not, he's not an All-American yet, so... <laughs> I uh, couldn't score that, but um, it's all it's all good. Uh, that was definitely probably one of my favorite throws of the year, but that's just one of countless others, uh, other memories with not only just him, but, like, the team is just, mm. I don't know, this team is just crazy. Yeah, we have a lot and of we weapons. Just, and we just got, you know, we just got Jalen Kopecky. I don't know if you Yeah, 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 I did see that. That's, yeah. that's, that's so crazy, another Rhode Island kid. Yeah. Now, you know, um, it's just, it's going to be fun to see, you know what I mean? So yeah. he's going he's gonna to be an uh, academic junior, right? Or. Uh, like, he's, yeah, he's right. academic. Yeah, no, academic senior, and then oh, because he went to Bridgewater, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Be a, um, athletic uh, junior. junior next year with us. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, good for him, man. I mean, we we had battles in high school too with basketball. Right, I mean, right. it's, yeah. it's it's cool to see all these kids, you know, getting to that next level in college. You know, because you know, not every kid gets that opportunity. Yeah. So to continue that pathway is is, is amazing. And you know, um, going back on track, like with communication, you know, between you guys, not only you guys, but your teammates on the field at the same time as well. Like. Um, you know, what's it like, you know, just communication during a game? Like, uh, you know, if, like we said, if, if a play goes wrong or something's good, like just w what's your guys' mindset and what are you guys talking about, you know, throughout the course of a game? I think, um, I think you know, as a team there's always room for improvement as far as mm -hmm. how you handle things and how you go about, um, you know, when you mess up, like, in the bounce back. But I do think, you know, we did a pretty good job every time, you know, a drive didn't go our way or, you know, we'd have a little incident. Um, I feel like we bounced back pretty well. And um, the thing that I love about our team is, like, we're always there to pick each other up. We're not, we're not one to push each other down or sulk or, you know, cry about the last play. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously it's football. Things happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing you can do about the last play, but there's, only, but there's something you can do for the next play. So mm -hmm. we got that win the rep mentality over here at Dartmouth, and we just try to go 1-0 each play, and you can't go 1-0 if you're thinking about the last play. You know? Yes, sir. So. Definitely. And, you know, throughout the course of the season, obviously the playoffs or the regular season ends, mm -hmm. you guys win that title. Um Dante, you did win like the MVP of Division Two and Division Three, which is the Golden Helmet. Sure. You know, and a lot of people, um, you know, they don't get that opportunity. Like it's a, it only shined on one player every year, of yeah. course, most valuable player. Like, just wanted to get your thoughts on uh, what that meant to you, and like how you found out where you were at uh, when you found out too. 
Um, I mean, it it was just a pretty amazing moment. You know, it just it felt good to see all the fruits of you know my labor come to fruition. You know, because I feel like it's been a long time coming. You know, obviously I wasn't able to play um, quarterback in high school a little bit until my senior year. So you know, I didn't I didn't really feel like my talents were exposed in the way that they should have been to the public. But like. I, we had to do what's um, what's best for the team, and I'm a team guy. So if it was me being at wideout for those two years, helping us get to the semis, then that's how it was. But um, to to see what it's become, it just it means a lot to me because it happened so like premature to what I feel like really can be mm-hmm. in my career. And you know, if I just you know keep my head down and continue to work, I feel like um, it'll all it'll all just come back because I got a great team around me. I got a great coach and staff that believes in me. So. When you got like different factors like that, it's hard not to feel good and, and confident within what you can do. Right, and definitely. And Angel, you know, over uh, 1,100 yards, nine TDs, and Dante eight almost. Games. Eight games. Nine. My like, it's incredible. Like, almost 3,000 uh, yeah. passing yards, 26 TDs. Like, you know, just describe, like, again, like those accolades. Like, you guys uh, got first team, uh, all region, first team on New England. Like, um, like what are those accolades, Angel? What, that, what does that mean to you as a player? Because obviously you guys you broke a ton of records in high school as well. But you know to do it at the college level now, and again in your first year in the program, like what does that mean to you? Yeah, it means a lot. Just shows that I, uh, you know, put the work in. Yeah. Obviously in the weight room and on the field, and I just put you know put my head down, grind, make sure I practice how I play. You know, a hundred percent. Because not everybody does that. I feel like mm. not everybody practices how they play, and I feel like that's important to. If you want to be successful, you want to practice hard to show it in the game. But besides that, uh, it's all credit to him. He's getting me the ball. <laughs> you know, I, I try to get open, make make some moves, you know what I'm saying, make people miss and get in the end zone. But just having a great group of guys around me and just making sure that I'm on, you know, doing my thing is great. And, like, what have you seen a difference in, like, uh, style of play from Tabor to now at Dartmouth? Uh, yeah, definitely. So, at Tabor, we were run heavy. We'll give our running back, like, 20 carries. So, mm-hmm. uh, And over here, we're very spread. You know, we get the ball to our playmakers. And if the run's working, it opens up for the pass. If the pass is working, it opens up for the run. So, it just – if one thing's gone, we're going to keep going with it. For sure. No, it's funny that you say that, though, because, like, if you look at, like, you know what I'm saying, individual box scores, it's like we run the ball, like – 40 times a game, and mm-hmm. we still throw the ball like 35, 40 times. So I think that's just a credit to like how, how fast we go and our pace as a team. And I think we could be a little bit faster. So if my guys are hearing this, we definitely got to get our pace up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like we said, getting back on track. Um, you know, with these performances, we talk about the accolades and everything like that. You know, you guys got a bid to the NCAA tournament and ultimately lost in the first round. But, I mean, still, like, it's an experience in itself. So, you know, just describe, like, how it was, um, you know, sitting with the team, mm-hmm. watching the bid, seeing your guys' name pop up there for – uh, the first round and what it was like traveling and, and all that. Um, it felt it felt amazing. I'm not gonna lie, cause like you see you see those type of videos on social media all the time, and you're like, you know, like wow, I can't wait to be one of those guys. And then you you know you work you work so hard in the off season, you work so hard through the season. You know, you pull through injuries, and then you know when you're blessed with an opportunity like that with your brothers, like there's no there's no greater feeling seeing those smiles on their faces, cause like you know they put in just as much work as you do, so. Um, if you look around and you see your team just being just happy and so so invested in the moment, you just kind of sit there and try to enjoy the moment. Just that, that's personally my. Yeah, that's not pretty much the same. And also, as as the trip was to New York, it was fun. I feel like it brought our team, you know, closer. Mm-hmm. And then for me, coming out of Hendrick and, and having Coach Gomes as a coach, basketball coach, he always talked about having a strong bond. So wherever I go, I take that and make sure that 
And it could be any position group. It can be the QBs, receivers. I make sure. So I personally take – I don't have to, but I personally take over, like, our receiver group just to make sure we have a tight bond, make sure we're a brotherhood and make sure no one's, you know, slacking off. If someone's slacking off, we got to make sure everybody's on top of their stuff because, mm. you know, one slip-up can cost a season. Yeah. One slip-up can cost a season. But uh, as far as the tournament, it was good. Came up, you know, took an L, but we got for sure bounce back. We're going to be there. Definitely. And so are you an academic senior next year or are you going to be no, a junior? So I'm going to be a junior because I did a post-grad after my year at Hendrickin. Mm-hmm. And then I did one semester at uh, Tabor. So right. I'm a sophomore now and then I'll be a junior next year. So then you'll be going. This is your last year officially. Oh, but do you get that next year, graduate year for from COVID? Yeah, so I do get that. Um, I do get that fifth year. So that'll be That's good. Year. So you guys will still be there for Yeah, yeah. No, it'll be fine. Yeah, we'll be together. So, you know, just to see what will be mm. happening in the future. But, you know what I'm saying? Got to focus on this year. Got to focus on tomorrow. You know what? Where can we put in tomorrow? So right. lead up to, to the camp and all that good stuff. Definitely. And, you know, uh, Angel, looking at some of your numbers, I wanted to ask you, too. Like, in high school, you were a huge punt returner. You know, that was a lot of big part of your game as well. Yeah. Um, obviously, like, you know, you got some touches with that, too. But um, do you feel like that could be, you know, utilized for next year? Like, you think coaches will try to utilize that into your game a little bit more? Yeah, for sure. So our – our uh, we, we definitely have other guys yeah. for sure. But uh, so our punt return coach, like we don't really do punt returns. Mm. But if we do start doing punt returns, I would love to do them. Don't yeah. get me wrong; those are I love doing punt right. returns. But I think those could those like you said, those were a big part of my games in high school, and it just you know I don't know, it just brings the game more fun. Yeah. You know? But yeah, I'll definitely be down to <laughs> punt return. <laughs> sure. I mean, like like we said back in high school, you're going to some games, yeah. even off kick returns too, just like. How many touchdowns a game could you get off that? Like, it was just incredible to watch. You know what I mean? Um, when I saw that, I'm, like, surprised that, like, that wasn't utilized more. And I'm yeah. sure, again, like you guys said, you guys got more guys and stuff like that. It's different at the college level. Yeah. There's way more roster spots. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, just talking about the season in general, go to you again, Dante. Like, um, one of the most memorable moments of this season, it could be a game, could have been off the field. Um, it could have been, like, again, they experienced yeah. in the first round of the playoffs. Just, like, something memorable that will always stick in your head from that season. Oof! I definitely got to think about that. I think it was, um, I think it was our Friday night game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, you know we we went white out um, at home on Friday night, seven p.m. Probably up to date the biggest conference game that we had played so far um, versus a very well coached West Western Connecticut team. But um, it was just the support from the fans, you know, the community leading up to that week. We had a big. Um, we had a big kind of like marketing week as far as the game, getting everyone out there. And, you know, when you when you walk out a trip and then you walk down, you know, our path and then you see a sea of white and you see everyone just waiting on you guys. And it just it felt it felt so good to come out with the victory that night because, you know, just to bring not only UMass Dartmouth, but I felt like we brought the whole Dartmouth community and a lot of mm-hmm. people from around out to the game. Because obviously, you know, when you're when you're winning, people want to come see you watch. And if you have an event like that, it'll definitely be spectacular. So just. Just to take away that win, um, to set us, you know, a little bit more ahead in conference play, and to see uh, the fans, you know, everybody who who be rocking with us week in and week out, showing up on a Friday night meant more than everything. Yeah, for sure. And again, being so close to Rhode Island, I mean, a lot of family members, exactly. guys from Rhode Island, can come support. Um, was it that same game for you, Angel, or was it a little bit different? Yeah, so I have like oof, probably like so three though. favorite moments. So yeah. I'm gonna have to go with that game. Uh, me personally, I feel like my favorite game or like was my mass maritime game. That's my career high. I went off for 191. Had a touchdown. Uh, 
that game, I don't know. And I before that game, I wasn't feeling too well. Yeah. <laughs> so just having that outcome felt great. Okay. Uh, third one was just honestly making it to the tournament. Mm-hmm. Like we yeah. said before, it was 20 years before we won a conference championship. So just making it to the tournament, showing an appearance, and we got one more. Well, hopefully two more. A couple more, yeah, yeah definitely. And, like, um, you know, we talked about it in the beginning, like with – uh, our boys, the Kamel was back from, uh, and you guys, you guys played together. Yes, good sir. Play. Um, you know, they're they're at Stonehill. Their program just went up to Division One. Mm-hmm. So you know, and like they weren't qualified for playoffs this year just because of that jump. Yeah. Um, which sucks. They need but to now change that rule. They need to change that yeah. rule. Like that's crazy. I hate that rule. But now that like, their senior year, their final year, I don't know if they do a post grad, but yeah. um, regardless, they'll be able to make playoffs if they play well. And the question I wanted to ask you guys was, you know, having that success in that season this year. Do you think you can build up that program and maybe jump to like a Division two level uh, in the next two years that you guys will be together? Yeah, I definitely think I definitely think that's like the that's the, the plan. Yeah, of course. Yeah, obviously, yeah, obviously right. you want to you know build your program up to the highest extent that it can be. But you know if we can if we can be you know a solid and renowned Division three team, there's there's plenty of guys in Division three who are you know playmakers, ball players, and you know great athletes as well. So if we if we happen to make the jump to D two, you know it it's tough because you know like like Stone they're having a really good year. Yeah. And, you know, when Holy Cross did it, they, they had a little rough patch, but now Coach Chesney's doing an amazing job with them. So it's just those adjustment years, and you don't, you don't know how those adjustment years will go. You yeah. Know what I mean? So if you want to be like a powerhouse D3 or, you know, move up to D2 and, you, and, you know, roll the dice, who knows, you know what I'm saying, bet on yourself. But you know, obviously that's the plan, you know, just mm. build it up to the best program that it can be, I feel like. Definitely, and I'm not sure if it's like like the whole school in general has to perform well or if it's just if it's one program they can yeah. boost up. I don't know how that goes, yeah, but – I mean, uh, definitely. Again, like we said, making history. Like it's you know, it's a once in a lifetime thing to uh, experience. And um, you know, going now into next season, you know, we're on winter break, and it's not you know, a lot, not a lot of things are going on. But you guys have a lot of time to work for that next season. Yeah. So you know, just talk about like what it's been like um, ha- having time off and what it's like kind of already building up for next season as this one just passed. Uh, it's been good. You know, just been getting in the gym, trying to get stronger, uh, getting some field work. Working on my speed, mm-hmm. uh, route running, pretty much for me. Uh, it's been good for, like you said, winter break, just being with family. Yeah. Just had Christmas and New mm-hmm. Year's. So just spending time with them. Shout out to my girl, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> being with her. It's been fun. You know, just yeah. enjoying every moment. But once, you know, once we get right back to football, spring ball, hopefully yeah, coming back soon, back just lock in on that. For sure. Like you said, we were trying to figure out a time and date to do it. Like, yeah. what's your uh, routine schedule like once you're back home? Yeah, so, I mean, um, it's kind of tough for winter break. You know, it's only, like, a month off, so you never really, like, have, like, set in stone plans, but it's just working out, really trying to work out, like, two times a week. It's, you know, like all the boys say, it's bulk season, so yeah. trying to get a little bit bigger, so you got to minimize the workout, but maximize when you do work out. Um, and like like he just said, you know, it's kind of just about spending the quality time with the family, understanding mm. that you did just go through not only a football season, but, you know, a semester of college, and for any college student knows, you know, that's that's tough to do. So being able to just kind of unwind, relax, kind of soak in the season, soak in, you know, the school, um, and honestly just prepare for next year but as best as we can. That's really all it is. And then, like he said, as soon as January 17th comes around and we're back on campus, it's, it's right back to it with the boys like we, like we were in the fall. So that's really it. No, it's good to hear, man. I'm glad you guys are always on track, always on the same page. Um, bulk season, man. I got a cut weight ever yeah. since. I, ever since I've been out of sports, man, I've been Sorry, just kind of doing my own thing. But um, again, guys, I appreciate you guys hopping back on. You yeah, know, it means sure. a lot to come back on. After all, you know, we've been through and 
um, you know, to see how far you've came since I talked to you and you as well too. Before this was like before the season and everything yeah. that you guys were able to accomplish. You know, um, anything, any last words you guys want to say before we end off this episode? Um, I don't know, man. I just feel like our team is going to be crazy as long as we stick together and um, work hard. And obviously, you know, the tournament didn't work out the way that we wanted to. But you know, when you're not a like a big powerhouse team, you need that. You need that little whooping the first time you go because next year. We know what that round of 32 is going to be like, and hopefully, or not hopefully, we will be the ones, you know, to issue that whooping and, you know, progress through the tournament and come home with a natty because, you know, we already we already checked off the conference um, championship, you know, in our um, little agenda, so now we just got to check off, uh, you know, some more boxes, and it, it starts August 12th with our camp, you know, got to go through camp, got to have a great camp, you know, take the season week by week, and then when we enter tournament play, go crazy from there, and then hopefully we're playing late in December, and but thank you for having us, brother. You already know. Yeah, you know. No problem, guys. I appreciate it. And before we get going, man, I want you to show, show the camera yeah, what you got behind the seat over there. Saying, we got a few more left. Merch, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, corner three. What are you saying? Come on. <laughs> Camp's you know Corner. A few more left. You guys want to check that out at Camp's Corner.org. I got a few more left. Limited stock. I want to definitely put more out before this year ends. Or, well, year just started. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> um but, yeah, guys, again, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Dante and Angela, man, I wish you guys the best appreciate in the next season. We'll definitely be in contact for sure. And, you know, definitely do something down the line in the future. Maybe we can get something in person. Definitely. Maybe something at Dartmouth. Yeah, yeah. You never know. Definitely down for that. Whatever. That'd be cool. Let us know. I'm excited. We'll do some things. For sure. And, man, I appreciate you guys. We'll see you guys in the next episode of Camp's Corner. Stay tuned for everything down in the future. Love you guys.